0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your college basketball betting this season. Get analysis of every play, prop, and point at Bet Online. You'll find the latest odds, bracket contests, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Updated odds for everything from, from live games, the conference championships, right through to the Final Four and championship game. BetOnline is your college basketball headquarters this season. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to use promo code Believe. that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals, it is the Arizona Cardinals centric specific show where, of course, we talk about the Arizona Cardinals here in the Phoenix metropolitan area. I am one of your co-hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams. And with me as always is a man who not only played professional baseball, he also played in the National Football League as well. For a couple teams he was on that first Super Bowl bound uh, Atlanta Falcons team as well and then this is his favorite time of year I mean well you know we 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 do a football show but this is the uh the NCAA tournament and he is loving it I stopped by his house yesterday and he was he was just he was like a kid in a candy store man then the one and only <laughs> Ed Smith what's good my brother
1: happy free agency and happy March Madness to you bro Ready to kick off. It's the most wonderful time of the year. (laughs) Oh my goodness.
0: And so we are back. So we do this thing twice a week. It's gonna be on Mondays and Thursdays. So uh so I might even drop this one a little bit early. You might get something a little early in your in your gift box there, in your mailbox. But uh so of course this is the off season, and so this is that time of free agency. So this is the most wonderful time of the year for some people when it comes to the NFL. The NFL continues to grab the headlines even in the even when, when it's supposed to be that off season, but this is where it's really busy. So I want to go over a couple things with you. Might be a drier, shrunken version of the of of believing the Arizona Cardinals. But uh, there was there was a trade that happened. That and see where that in terms of what your thoughts on where it comes to the possible leverage for the Arizona Cardinals in the upcoming draft, and also some of the 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 comings and goings where it comes to free agency that might give us maybe some type of indication on what this new regime plans on doing, especially with Kyler Murray uh, not knowing how long he'll be out and what this season is going to look like. So let's start. First with the uh, last week, the Carolina Panthers made a trade to get up to that number one spot with the with the from the chicago bears uh got the 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 bears got a haul in in return um now you know so it's expected that the panthers there's been some rumors that they might even trade out of that, which is crazy trade out of that spot again, but I guess it depends upon what they get and where if it makes sense, but at least for the first two picks. We assume that those are going to be quarterbacks that are going to be taken and the Cardinals are at that number three spot. And possibly looking to take an edge rusher. I think, um, uh, what was it? Anderson, I believe, is the uh, Anderson from Alabama is expected to be there. So, your thoughts do the Cardinals stand pat uh, or do they maybe use whatever leverage some other team that's looking to try to get in front of the number uh, of who picks number four to maybe pull, get that third quarterback off the board? What are you thinking uh, in terms of what you're feeling and you know, in terms of where the, the leverage, uh, the leveraging, uh, the leverage
1: power for the Cardinals right now? Well, the Cardinals are sitting in a great spot, you know, especially with uh, Carolina jumping up, uh, securing the number one spot. You know, the Cardinals are now that first team in the order, sitting at number three. That doesn't need a quarterback. You know, obviously right. our quarterback's hurt, but we don't have to. You know, we're 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 banking our future on one Kyler Murray, so we don't have to worry about about that position. So we're sitting in a great spot. The the interesting thing right now, Jay, is the Cardinals. I think they're doing the right thing. They're keeping everything close to the vest right now. You don't want anybody to know what you're doing. You want everybody to be guessing. And mm-hmm. in, in the same token, you're taking all calls on that number three pick right now. You know, you got Indianapolis sitting at four. They presumably probably are looking for a quarterback. And after that, you got a couple of teams that really, you know, Seahawks, nah, they kind of banked on uh, uh Gino right now. So you're not sure if they're in the market, but every team that needs a quarterback right now, some are more desperate than others. Now the spot, that you're looking at is that number three spot with the Cardinals so you know do our team's going to be in competition so you can jump to three to get whichever quarterback Carolina or Houston don't pick so that's an interesting spot for them to be my thing is with the you know with all of our needs you know we need plenty of uh, help at plenty of different positions presumably on the defensive front and also offensive line, but sitting at number three, you're probably not going to pick an offensive line. That's just not the new trend. So, you know, you could find what you're wanting probably further back in the draft, hopefully staying in the top 10. The interesting thing is who's going to be that team that comes to you and say, Hey, we'll give you this, that, and the other for that number three spot. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see what the Cardinals do. I'm, I'm under the, you know, the uh, I guess thought that they'll, they'll stay, uh, because what you and I talked about this, we thought it was interesting that the Bears acted so early on this, meaning right. they accepted the offer from the Panthers. We're still weeks away from draft. Usually these things happen as we get closer to the draft because everything kind of gets, you know, kind of <laughs> heated up. And now it's like the moment's coming. But, you know, they felt they got enough for that pick. They jumped. Now it'll be interesting to see how long the Cardinals make everybody either wait or if they get enough to even consider – giving away the pick. And then, obviously, you want to make get a haul like the Bears did. You want several, you want at least a couple picks in this draft, obviously, with exchange for whoever you're swapping with their first-round pick. But you're trying to pick up additionals. You know, you want some extra seconds and thirds. And, you know, and this is where I think if if I'm thinking a way to, you know, if I'm putting my GM hat on, the Cardinals know it's not – this isn't a one-fix situation meaning we just yeah. plug this they're looking for help in all kind of areas so the more picks you can get somebody comes out with a load the more inclined i think the, the Cardinals would be to uh let that go and you know start picking some of these uh needs away with multiple early picks so you we talk about it all the time jay you're trying to fix something you don't do it in the fourth and fifth and sixth rounds and that's when where the recent regimes, you know, obviously with kind they that, they like offensive line, they just felt like we'll just get some dudes in the fourth, fifth and sixth round, which you start stacking picks in the second and third, whether it's this year or next year's draft. That's when I think you can start to really build some of these positions out. And like I said, it'll be interesting to see what the Cardinals do, but sitting at number three with both teams in front of you need a quarterback and everybody behind them trying to make sure they can get into the party as well. It'd be interesting to see uh, who throws the the highest, um, you know, get at the uh, Cardinals to see if they'll move on that, uh, uh, you know, that trade.
0: Do you have the draft order in front of you? I'm just curious. If you don't, I can, I I can bless. I got the uh, first
1: uh, few. I got, okay.
0: So the first 10, so, so the first 10 picks. So the, so, because the reason I'm asking that is because, With the Cardinals, if they could still get Anderson... If they trade, if they trade down a couple of spots, that might be something at least worthy. So that way, um, because the teams that are, that are in need of a quarterback to be able to ensure that, that, that the quarterback they want. And of course it'll be the third option because Mm -hmm. we assume that the first two, first two teams are going to pick a quarterback that at least that, that will be there. Their guy will be there. And then that team that they trade with particularly trade with, will be able to get the guy that
1: they want. Presumably. I can throw the order at you. If you want to hear it. Yeah. Um, We got the, Carolina at 1, Houston 2, Arizona obviously 3, Indy 4, Seattle 5, Detroit 6, Raiders 7, Falcons 8, Bears now back to 9.
0: Indy might be that one. I mean, even though it's just one spot, but if you think about it, if somebody else that just says, let's say the Raiders, I don't, I don't think the Raiders have a whole lot of draft capital to work with, but let's just say the Raiders did say, Hey, we, we want to jump up to that. Number three, we'll trade you. Mm-hmm. And the Cardinals may not want to do that because they dropped so far down. If they traded with the Raiders that they might not get their guy, but Indy might be that, that team if they made a, a, an attractive enough package to be able to do that. But those are just things to kind of keep in, keep in mind. Now I know I want to again, talk about the moves and free agency but you mentioned something to me. And I and I wanna I want to get your thoughts on this because I know you pay attention in terms of you, we all we oftentimes uh criticize the Cardinals for trying to find those those fifth, sixth, seventh round type of uh people, uh players to be able to to maybe get into the to the offensive line, et cetera. Does it the value really drop off that much from second to third? And the reason I ask is because it seems that as if we're always that. Fans or even media are really so focused on the first and second rounds of the draft. And then after that you lose interest, but isn't that where you make your bones? Isn't that where you find some of those diamonds in the rough, if you're doing, because those first two rounds are those ones, those the low hanging fruit. If, would that be safe to say in the, yeah, the rest yeah. of the rounds are where you, where the work really comes, where it
1: really comes into play. Yeah. the, the uh, In my opinion, the first and the second round guys, those are guys that are like your, and that's why you can't, you can't miss on those, First and second round picks, in my opinion, because those are guys that are supposed to step in immediately and have some type of impact, meaning a starter right. on your, on your team somewhere in your rotation. When you start getting the third and fourth and fifth round picks, and, and I should correct myself in saying th- those are still valuable picks. Just right, cause, right. you know, just cause a dude picked in the fifth, sixth, seventh round is like, it's not throwaway, but those are guys more along lines of not necessarily projects, but they're, that's when you start beefing up your roster, you know, yeah. a third or fourth round guy. is not necessarily someone that's coming in and is going to have immediate p- impact, but he's someone who over the next year or two, you can see that young man growing into a spot where he's either challenging a starter, or if he comes in and shocks, you, you know, here's, here's the, the, the great drafters they use those third and fell third, fourth and beyond round picks to find those hidden gems that nobody else does. That yeah. you know that others can't, and when you hit on a dude, think about this. Think about what the um, uh, the the Chiefs did this year and going and get it was a Pacheco, I think is his name, I the running so. back in yeah. the seventh round. Right. This right. is a dude that came in, and when Clyde uh, 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 Edwards went down, it was almost like, well, no worry, we got this dude, and he stepped in, and boom, it was like he was an immediate impact. That those are the guys that when they come, like you, those are the ones that just really. As a GM, that's when you get pats on the back and you get raises. When you find those guys deep in the draft, because everybody can pick in the first and second round. And that's, that, that's, that's like your no-brainers. And that's why when I see teams, past regime of the Cardinals messing up first and second rounders, that's yeah. when I'm like, Oh my God, you can't, those are the ones that are supposed to be immediate. Think about what we did last year in the, in the, in the draft, Jay. We gave yeah. away our first round pick for a wide receiver that Turned out to to, to do absolutely nothing for us because we panicked with the uh, the D hop, you know, uh, being suspended. Right. Right. And then in the second round, we go get a tight end that God bless him. I mean, we didn't need him. You know, you had Ertz and uh, everybody be like, well, look, Ertz got hurt. Okay. You lucked out. And, but it still was a meaningless, meaningless pick in my opinion, because, the, I mean, the Ertz will be back this year. If we sign him, I don't know what his contract situation is. He steps back in. This guy is still a second tight end on your roster, and that's a right. second-round pick that you basically just tossed away. Those first couple of picks are supposed to be no-brainers, hey, we got somebody in here who's immediately going to be starting or challenging for a starting spot. When you give those away, that's when you're you're, you're hustling backwards then because now you're in the third and fourth and fifth and sixth rounds. You're basically you're going out and getting projects, and it just throws everything off. So with this, I, I like what Austin Ford is doing right now. You know, he's remember last year at this time, and you, you might want to speak on this too, we were like, wow, we just basically on free agency. We just went, went and re-signed all of our players that nobody right. else really wanted, and that was the highlight of our free agency, right? This right. year at least we're already like – He's holding off on, hey, we're just re-signing everybody that we had. And yeah. we're, you know, at least evaluating some guys going out and getting. We've already made it, uh, you know, we got someone from, and this is obviously where he's coming from. He came from Philly. So we uh, picked up a linebacker from Philadelphia. He'll probably do a little more of that. But he's bringing fresh blood in free agency-wise. And then so let's, we'll let's, Go ahead.
0: let's, let's, let's shift to that then let's shift to that. So let's, let's talk. So believe in the Arizona Cardinals, let's shift to what's going on so far in free agency. The Cardinals have what about, I think it's about $35 million uh, under in the salary cap and salary cap space. So you mentioned some of the, some of the people that they're bringing back. I do have a question. So I want this kind of plant the seed in the back of your mind. Is there a value to, to homegrown talent re resigning them? Not necessarily those free agents that you brought in from, previous years but people that you've that you've drafted and having and being able to resign those people instead of letting them go so just planting that seed so so far mm-hmm. the re-signings are uh, Greg Greg Dortch, uh, Kelvin Beecham and so that was interesting because last week there was some there was a little bit of controversy about his hit, speaking with such candor about what he feels that uh, Kyler Murray needs to do to become to take that next step which is essentially to grow up and so you can take that many different ways but Kelvin Beecham is back on a two-year deal uh, Matt Prater uh, on a two-year deal, was resigned. Corey Clement resigns on a one-year deal. Will Hernandez. So that's from the previous regime. So he was brought mm-hmm. in last offseason. But uh, so he's on a uh, the offensive lineman. He's uh, on a two-year deal. And then uh, Zeke Turner resigns on a one-year deal. They released Marcus Golden. And then they have in terms of free agent signings that the no long free agents are no longer with the Cardinals. Zach Allen headed to Denver so he gets mm-hmm. a decent uh, re reunites with uh, Vance Joseph and Byron Murphy goes to Minnesota and then the Cardinals brought in as you mentioned they brought in the linebacker from uh linebacker uh what is it Kazir White uh from from Philadelphia
1: so your thoughts on though anything that sticks out to you the one thing, yeah, and I'm I'm glad you brought up Beachum because a lot of people will be like wow you know you're bringing him back He's, that's kind of controversial let's look at it from this angle uh Jay He spoke out, and this is before he even knew his contract situation. Right, he was free agent. He spoke out. He's like, you know, say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. (laughs) Say it with your chest. You
0: know, right? Yeah, that's why we brothers, man. That's That's why we
1: brothers. Awesome for it, and and he's probably looking at us like that's the kind of guy that I want in my locker room. Someone who's not afraid to say it with his chest. You yes. know, and because obviously Osbourne came in, he's one of his first things he said. You know, we're not tolerating this. You know, we want people here it's all team. But you know, so he's looking at Beacham problem. like, that's the kind of guy I want. I don't want somebody walking around here with eggshells because he doesn't want to offend. You know, yeah. certain ears or anything like that. For for Osbourne, he would probably yeah. he probably was driving and he heard that. He's like, hey, he probably called you. office was like, hey, somebody get Beecham's, uh uh agent on the phone right now and make this <laughs> offer because that to him. That's, yeah. that's a good start. So, yeah. you know, and I applaud that because a lot of people have been like, we can't bring him back there now because well, look what he said about Kyle Murray. You know, I like yeah. the fact that they brought him back and to to hell with anybody who has a problem with it. So, for me, that Ooh. was good. And then what I like so far is we're not – because I think we had like 31 free agents on this team, so, you know, it. when they're somewhere in that area. And I like the fact that it's a slow burn. He's not running through like, hey, we got to get this guy, this guy, you know, we got to make sure we can he's probably doing him and the new coaching staff is watching a lot of film because first, remember they came in late because they were late to come to the party because we didn't yes. even get our coaching staff till after the, the Super Bowl was over,
0: right? Yes, sir. So
1: now they're doing a lot of looking at film, meaning had support the, head co- the coaching staff. They're doing a lot of, hey, we like this, we like this, we don't like that. You know, they've already made a release or two. I'm You know, Zach Allen seems like somebody – because he was – as far as the defensive line, you know, he was a little bit of a, uh, I guess, the the clone of one J.J. Watt. You know, he had the motor. He's got this. You know, you thought he had been high on their list, but he wasn't. They didn't really – you know, God bless Zach. He went and got a three-year deal for almost 46 mil. You know, maybe maybe they weren't willing to go that high. So, I like the fact that they are – Doing a crit, it looks like a good evaluation. Don't rush into anything, you know. If if and I haven't seen a flurry of all our, you know, cardinal free agents like flying off the the the, the plate. You know, I mean, and, obviously we lost know. Byron Murphy as well, but th- and, those goals and if we want Center
0: I'll... Hudson is is rumored to be retiring, so that's oh, going to be something. I'm just retired.
1: Yeah, he should have retired last year. Hey, matter of fact, he did retire last year, bro. We talking about should he did retire last year? He wasn't. They they made him come back, and he didn't want to come back. And what kind of effort did you get from him? So, yeah, I mean, but, God bless him on a great career, but that was a poor move by Kime and them last year.
0: Tell me if I'm wrong on this. Is it could it be that some of the we don't see some of these. Cause um, Zach Allen's talented. So, and and I would say, and and so is, and so Murphy's talented as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Could it be that the, the current regime is saying, this is, we got to rebuild this thing. We got to kind of tear it down a little bit and rebuild. And so since we're not going to maybe be expected to do great things because they have a little bit of, they have a a slight grace period that let's just, let's just tear it down and let's build it up that way. Could that be why we're not seeing, big splash quote-unquote type of thing or or retaining some talented players
1: yeah yeah well you got to think of it this way too jay because it is a little bit of a rebuild and you do want to make sure you keep at least a little bit of the foundation here but is zach allen is he a foundational player like somebody who is going to be the anchor you know byron murphy you can say you know maybe you might have spent a little money to keep him here but with with that being said because it is a transition, you got to remember. I joke with you all about this all the time. Remember sure. in my baseball days? I was drafted by the White Sox, yes, and then at one point I was traded to the Milwaukee Brewers. Four or five years in my career, I always yeah. used the, the 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 adage: "Once a prospect, now a suspect." Right? Right. right. So the value that the White Sox saw in me, even on the same talent, the Brewers because I was secondhand to them. Mm-hmm. It was I, and even though I was talented and everything else it was like, well, he's not one of ours. so And that's the way you kind of got to look at it. For our support and the coaching staff, everybody coming in here, they know they're, I guess, where they want to start. And some of these Mm -hmm. guys, it's like, eh, you know, good talent, but it's not great talent. And if we lose them, whoever it is, it's not going to kill us. And the Mm -hmm. one thing we want to do, we want to make sure we – and maybe it's – because in some instances, Jay, it's a talent issue, meaning we like it, but we don't love it, and also character issue. We want to start building – from the inside out our our culture. We, and then I'm saying, I'm saying either one of those guys, is a bad guy, I'm just right. saying, maybe like they have their checklist of things that they're looking for. And if there's not all four of them, well, if somebody else wants a little more than we do. We'll let them go. If it's four or five star, which you got to think about Jay, our roster was not littered with a whole bunch of four and five stars, which means mm-hmm. a lot of guys on our roster will be expendable. And in the end, if they're still there, when we finish our shopping for all the fresh groceries we'll go mm. back out and revisit some of them but what I like is the fact that they're not rushing to yeah. shop at the thrift store I mean mm. let's wait on Saturday we're going to you know downtown New York we're going to fifth Saxon and all that kind of stuff <laughs> so we're gonna do some real shopping that, that I mean, we, we'll do the secondhand store on Sunday after we have breakfast and all that kind of stuff so meaning we're gonna go get the good groceries first and I'm and like I said bro I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to shine on anybody because, you know, my career, I was thankful to spend a few years in the NFL. I wasn't one of those dudes, you know, commanding all these millions of dollars and stuff like that. So I'm not throwing shade at anybody. I'm just saying this is a good process, I think, that the Cardinals are putting forward. I mean, let's not rush to just go out there and sign guys because we got to have a certain amount of guys on the roster and we got this much money and we got to spend it. Let's take our time and figure this out. I think they're doing it the right way this time around.
0: Yeah, I think, it, it, and you, what what uh, stood out to me was when you said they like it, like it, maybe not love it. So, do yeah. you want to? If it's a player that you like, you may have liked Zach Allen, but where, did you like him enough to pay him forty five million over the over three years?
1: Hey, right. Yeah.
0: And, yeah. And, and you may have liked Byron Murphy, but did you like him to pay twenty two million over two years, even though he's a, even though that's Comparatively, not a lot. But if your salary cap, if you don't have a lot of room, then maybe mm-hmm. you turn it down and you build it up with rookies and some first or second year players, and be able to see what that homegrown talent will get you, and be able to see how you can go from there. Maybe.
1: Exactly. I said I like the the way they're doing it, and you know, I, 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 if right now Jay, we were sitting here, I'm gonna say our number was 31 free agents. If we had already went out and signed 20 of them, I'd be like, damn. You know, same song, different verse. That's all. I like the fact that they're taking their time. And it looks like every, you know, you know, it 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 sounds like Monopoly money because they throw every team. So, it's like, so it's like, you mm-hmm. know, especially because the salary cap did go up. So, these teams – but, you know, there are certain teams that are strapped. There are certain teams that have a little room. We seem to be one of those teams kind of in the middle there. I'm sure there's going to be a couple moves that we're going to scratch our heads about. And there will be a couple that we're going to be like, wow, they pulled they that They got to get
0: a center, right? They got to get gotta a center. got
1: to get a center. You got to. I mean yeah. it all starts at with that position. We saw how bad this year was and when, you know, how much panic did they go into when, when Rodney was just like of a no show on the offseason yeah. and then it was like, you know, this is a, once again, though, Jay, this is something if you addressed it three or four years ago, yeah, we wouldn't be dealing with this. But that was a new that was different, you know, people making the calls. But they definitely left the the the, the, the cover bare at certain positions, especially the offensive line, cornerback. Uh, edge rusher we, we've not attacked those in a long time and you know but the thing is there's not a huge list of big names out there it yeah. seems you know so but you know the gms make the and I think I said this kind of like great gms make their biggest and best moves in the later part of the rounds and the latter part of free agency mean they find those dudes that nobody else was even thinking about and they figure out a way get them just enough money to get them here and they would turn out to be big hits. And then, like I said, with the draft, it's not about your first and second round picks. It's about those late round picks. So we're and there was,
0: and to be fair, Kime was good at the first part of what you mentioned in terms of trying to find some of those free agents at the, in the latter days, but what he, what he failed at, what he, what he was found lacking was, Offensive line, trying to find those offensive linemen, and then being able to to make those – get those uh,
1: players to to stick in those
0: latter rounds as
1: well. I, and I was, I'll say this. Kime was good at finding dudes with ex, expiration dates that were just about ready to hit, meaning mm-hmm. he was good at finding guys with – you know, that weren't fresh. They weren't in their primes. And when he signed them, like a J.J. Watt and certain people – it was like, wow, that is like, – there was a reason why there was, you know, like I said, J.J. only put two years in here because he was at the end of his career. You know, yeah. I want to – if you're going to make those type of splashes with big names, I want them in their primes. Kyle was good with going to A.J. Green, okay? I mean yeah, – like, Yeah, in retrospect, you
0: know, that was that was, That was was pretty. bad. But right. when
1: it happened, it was like, oh, my God, we got A.J. Green. And I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, we got A.J. Green, but A.J. Green <laughs> yeah, seven you, years ago. You were
0: – to so your credit, you were you were very, you were were very on point with that. You were right on top of said, And look, man, come on,
1: man. Yeah, so, yeah. so those are the types. I mean, you have to be careful with the praise that you give. Because in the moment, everything looks good, you know? And good. then when you, like say said, when you they ever, like, you go buy something, and then you mistake, you look down. Like, for instance, I get a quick one. I was in Costco yesterday, right? And yeah. I'm going through, and I'm looking at the pastries. And I was like, oh, that looks good, right? Today is March 15th. Then I realized I'm looking at you know on the package they have a circle the expert like sell by right yeah I was getting some croissants for Amanda right and I'm like like, it says sell by 314 I was like wait a minute today's 314 so as fresh as they look and you know it's only five dollars 99 and you get 12 of them Who's eating twelve croissants in the next couple of days, right? Right. So right. for me, it's like when those when we go when you're in the gym, and you go out there and you get it, and it's like, wow, we just signed AJ Green. AJ Green is thirty some odd years old, you know, so you gotta be careful. And you are you know,
0: what? <laughs> you are the king of the, You are the king of that man. You are the king. I can't. I. I, I just know. I sit back and it's always on point when you give your examples and
1: your analogies. Right? Yeah, I get a golf a good one every now and then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so we so we gonna end on that note so this has been believe in the arizona cardinals we do this thing two times a week on mondays and thursdays so tell a friend to tell a friend about what we have going on here at believe in the arizona cardinals and we are presented by bet online and as we always like to say around this time are you can.
1: hey man good to be back Come on